This episode is made possible by PwC. When you put the right tech in the hands of the right people, good things happen. It powers change. It accelerates innovation. It keeps you a step ahead. Our community of solvers brings the right tech to drive real results. It all adds up to the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Offline. Get the drummer, son. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the Boom Boom Room, once again. I can't believe I'm fucking banned, my nigga. Banned from Instagram. Banned from Facebook. I'm, I guess I get to stand with Nick Cannon on this motherfucker, man. Shit crazy as a motherfucker. It's like I'm I'm really like this shit is a trip. They really kicked the nigga off the motherfucking internet, I mean. What's going on, Diva True? Like, man. Today's episode is entitled Free Young Dolomite. They they fucking they they got your boy the fuck up out of here, my my personal Instagram page. At Young Dolomite, Y-U-N-G-D-O-L-E-M-I-T-E underscore is no longer in service. That shit is gone. I'm booted. I'm I'm fucking, I'm deleted. I'm out this motherfucker, man. My personal Facebook page that I used to use to get the videos of this shit, out of here as well. They booted me on both fucking platforms, my nigga. That shit is, it's fucked up. But it's funny at the same time. Like, for the most part, when the shit happened, I, I, I got a little sad. I was like, damn, they, they really got your boy the fuck up out of here. That shit sucks. But at the same time, like, I'm I'm not really as mad as, as I think I would have been. Like, this ain't my first rodeo. This ain't my first time not being on social media. This ain't my first time. I ain't gonna say being kicked off the, off the shit, but... This ain't my first time going dark on social media. Like, I'm still going to have the Too Much Game uh, podcast Instagram page. Like, that's still live. That's still active. I'm still going to be posting. I'm still going to be interacting with motherfuckers. Like, at the moment right now, I'm live on Instagram. So, you know, from from now on, my my live broadcast, I'm going to be going live on my Too Much Game podcast Instagram page. So, go follow me on Instagram at Too Much Game Podcast. If you on IG, follow me on that motherfucker. If you don't follow me yet, go follow me on there. Uh, you know, shout me out. Tell motherfuckers to follow me. So, uh, you know, whenever I record my shows, I'll be live on Instagram from now on. Just on my Too Much Game Instagram page because my personal page is the fuck up out of here. They got they got rid of me. That shit is that shit crazy as fuck, man. You know, um, basically what happened is. Because a lot of people have been asking me, how the fuck did you get banned off both pages? Like, what did you do? What did you post? What did you say? Because, you know, most people who know me know, like, I don't pull no punches. I I, I say wild shit. I say crazy shit. 
even on my page, like I post crazy shit. You know, it, it, it ain't it ain't nothing that I posted that you would expect, which is the crazy shit. Like motherfuckers think that I got I got fucking banned for like some political statement that I made or some shit. No, I got posted for a goofy ass picture that I posted of a white family like stacked on top of each other like they was all like nude. But again, this is a family picture. They chose to take this picture. The father was laying on his stomach. The mother was laying on his back. And then there was probably like three or four kids stacked on top of them. And then like the baby was like facing the camera. Nobody had nothing on though. Like these motherfuckers are naked. And like the, the, the caption that I posted was Karen and Bob out here tripping. The the crazy shit is I think what, what really what it was that got me banned was the fact that number one, I put Karen in the, the caption. I think me putting Karen in that caption, I think that that like got eyes on me. Like that's what made them pay more attention to what I posted. Because in the post, even though everybody was new, there was no genitalia. Like there was no no visual shit that's like, ooh, this is nudity or this is porn or any of that type of shit. It was literally just a, a picture of motherfuckers laying on top of each other. No different than like um I think that was maybe Demi Moore when she posted that picture on um I think it was like Vanity Fair magazine when she was pregnant. But she was nude and she was, you know, covering her chest and, you know, that it was some shit like that. Like it wasn't a, um, it wasn't nothing sexual. They just happened to be nude. They was on top of each other. So I think that's what probably made it something where they could say that it was sexual. But at the same time in my head, I'm just like, dog, they didn't give me a warning. They didn't flag me like they didn't put me in like how they say, like Twitter jail and shit where you be down for a week. I think I'm permanently banned off that motherfucker. Like, my name is no longer searchable on that motherfucker. Like, I'm gone, nigga. Like, I'm going off Facebook and Instagram. Like, that shit is it's funny to me, honestly. Like, it, it, it sucks, but, like, I'm I'm laughing at the shit, really. Like, damn. Nigga gonna have a whole lot of free time and, you know, uh, things to do with my hands now. Because I'm not gonna be on Instagram. I can't be searching all the funny memes that I'm used to posting. Like, all the type of shit that I'm used to getting down with, it's no longer, my nigga. If y'all want to send me memes and shit, because I got a lot of motherfuckers who, like, we exchange memes. They send me shit. I send them shit. 90% of the time, it's, like, funny shit, but, you know, I don't I don't really post goofy-ass shit on the Too Much Gang podcast page. And as much as I want to create another personal page, them motherfuckers won't even let me create another page. They won't let me create another Facebook page, even though I, I wasn't even really trying to. Like, I hate Facebook on some real shit, so I don't even think I'm going to be trying to come back to Facebook. Instagram, I think I do want to fuck around and create one. Like, I might literally have to get another phone or some shit. And even if I do create another Instagram page, it's going to be like a finster. Like, it's going to be like. A page that that literally don't got my name or face on that motherfucker. Like it's gonna be some shit where it's gonna be like fucking, you know, funny man blackness or some goofy ass shit because I, I can't even use, you know, I shall I say I, I can't risk using my likeness on that motherfucker. Like, fuck it, it is what it is, my nigga. Like, I'm just gonna focus on 
doing regular people shit just like I did the first couple times that I deleted my Instagram on my own. The whole reason I got an underscore on the Young Dolomite page is because I originally had regular just Young Dolomite spelled out. Got into it with my wife about some bullshit that I did. Deleted that motherfucker. Came back again as Young Dolomite with a zero for the O. More bullshit. Deleted that motherfucker again. This time I was on my best behavior. Like I wasn't really tripping. I wasn't on there doing too much. I was, you know, watching what I posted. You know, watching how I posted, which is really the irony of the whole shit. Like the the funniest part of the whole shit was like I really was trying to not be tripping this time. Nigga, Instagram got me the fuck out the paint. Instagram and Facebook deleted the kid. You know, and I was just like, damn. Shit like this is why I wish like we we could go back to like Black Planet, like not even Black Planet per se, but like a a black owned, black operated, black focused fucking social media platform that everybody embraces. Because, you know, I remember they had um, probably like three or four years ago, like Tributary dot com or like, you know, Tributary, which was like the the black uh, the like it was like an Afrocentric social media platform couple motherfuckers got on there but for the most part it didn't really catch like it could have um i think uh Tariq nasheed had one called like more us and it was kind of like the same situation like it didn't catch how it could have or should have so you know like i i don't know like i don't really see how i'm gonna get back into the, the swing of social media shit as far as like my personal thing for the most part, I'm only going to be on there promoting my podcast or, you know, as far as like DMs, just talking to motherfuckers, whether it be podcast shit or just something important that I got to say to motherfuckers who don't got my phone number. But yeah, man, they they got me the fuck up out of there, man. You know, and speaking of getting motherfuckers up out of there, um, Nick Cannon. Niggas got Nick Cannon. Well, I ain't going to say they got Nick Cannon the fuck up out of there, but they tried, though. Motherfuckers trying to cancel Nick Cannon. I stand with Nick Cannon 100% fully. Like Nick Cannon been a rider for the black community this whole motherfucking time. As much as people try to call Nick Cannon corny, Nick Cannon is not corny to me, my nigga. And that includes uh, the Gigolo song, that fucking Money Don't Cost a Thing movie, and all the shit he did on Wildin' Out. Like, you know, like he, he did a lot of you know, putting in work for the black community. You know, he, he say what a lot of motherfuckers are scared to say. He do what a lot of motherfuckers wasn't willing to do. So I, I stand with Nick Cannon. You know, I I seen what he said. You know, they said that it was fucking anti-Semitic, which to me is some bullshit. You know, just because he said bankers don't mean he said Jews. And the thing about, you know, the, the, the Jews as a whole, the motherfuckers who the Jewish cancel culture a lot of times to me, them motherfuckers seem like professional victims. Like them motherfuckers is real good at you. Like they like candy, man. Like you say they name and them motherfuckers is coming out in full force. Them motherfuckers coming out all guns blazing to get you to fuck up out the paint. Them motherfuckers is trying to get you fired from your job. Basically getting you kicked out, kicked off TV. Like they, they try to get Mel Gibson ass up out the paint. 
any motherfucker say anything about Jewish people, nigga, them motherfuckers is, is coming in like gangbusters. I kind of wish black people was more like that, honestly, on some real shit. Because with us, nigga, we only cancel niggas till they drop a good song. Or we drop, we cancel niggas till they drop a good movie. Or they do something that we like and then all of a sudden you're not canceled no more. Even though a lot of times some motherfuckers need to be permanently canceled. Like we got motherfuckers like, and I did a whole show about this shit, honestly, like R. Kelly. To me, I feel like R. Kelly should be permanently canceled. But you will still go to a party here, step in the name of love, like. When he was doing concerts the last few years, women were still attending them concerts and niggas were still supporting this motherfucker, even though he was a proven child molester. My nigga, like, I, I don't I don't support it and I don't condone it. I don't like that shit. You know, like uh, uh, I was screaming free R. Kelly in my episode, The Ballad of R. Kelly, not because I support R. Kelly or I want to see R. Kelly free or none of that shit. The reason I was saying it was to illustrate a point. That no matter what we do, them motherfuckers going to go hard to get us to fuck up out the paint. But when they do something, when they do the exact same shit and or worse than the shit that we do, they got a soft cancel. They don't fire motherfuckers. They transfer motherfuckers. You know, but us, if they tell us to cancel somebody, we'll cancel them. If they tell us somebody's a criminal, we'll treat them like a criminal. But they don't do that to their own. They give motherfuckers a little slap on the wrist and then they be right back working. And we need to get over that shit like that whole Me Too shit. They had all these motherfuckers in the fucking Me Too movement that was fucking up. And a lot of them motherfuckers is probably still going to be working soon. I think a, a lot of shit not happening right now just because we having um like quarantine. So a lot of movies ain't getting made and shit like that. But a lot of them names that got named in the Me Too movement, a lot of them motherfuckers are still active. Them motherfuckers, like, did did anybody hear about uh, Harvey Weinstein getting some jail time or any of them motherfuckers who, who was involved in that Me Too shit? No. But motherfuckers got, you know, documentaries about all of all of our stars that was involved in, in, in sexual misconduct. And that's some bullshit. Like, just the fact that I'm sitting here like, damn, y'all niggas banned me for a picture. But y'all motherfuckers ain't arrested the cops that killed Breonna Taylor and shit. Like, it, it, it's so much other shit that goes on on the internet and in, in fame, in entertainment in general. But y'all motherfuckers banning me over a picture and y'all banning fucking Nick Cannon over some shit that happened on this podcast. Like, they trying to cancel him for basically saying, like, you know, white white people are more violent by nature, like they more treacherous by nature. Like and he didn't say Jews. He was just talking about, you know, the bankers that run the world and the Jews basically, you know, on some hit dog holler type shit. Like they heard that nigga say bankers and in their head, they like, hold on, we're the bankers. But it's like, nigga, that should let you know right there what, what the drill is, my nigga. Like you came at the, the, the money motherfuckers. Because on some real shit, a lot of the times, nigga, the the stereotypes about Jewish people, because I've been hearing a lot of this shit, like, a lot of the motherfuckers that's apologizing for this punk ass shit is like, oh, you know, there's stereotypes about Jewish people, too. There's anti-Semitic racism in the black community. No, the fuck it ain't, my nigga. That's a stupid fucking idea. Like, 
when as a black motherfucker like i'm i'm pretty sure a good 75 percent at least at least 75 percent of my listeners are black dm me or fucking email me at the too much game podcast at gmail.com fucking dm me hit me up call my phone or anything and tell me when the last time you've been sitting around in a circle of niggas talking bad about jewish people like we don't even have a slur for jewish people my nigga like to us it's just white people jewish people are just white people we don't even really know jewish people when we see them like i don't know the i don't know the difference between a jewish person and a regular white person I ain't never been looking like, oh, look at this Jewish dude right here. I don't know. He's just a fucking white dude to me. So we don't have no negative fucking views toward Jewish people. Like, we don't even fucking know who the fuck they are, my nigga. Like, we don't we don't have no slur. Like, how, uh, who was it? Um, Edelman. The white. This episode is made possible by PWC. When you put the right tech in the hands of the right people, good things happen. It powers change. It accelerates innovation. It keeps you a step ahead. Our community of solvers brings the right tech to drive real results. It all adds up to the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Our receiver for the Patriots was saying some shit like, you know, he he didn't know about anti-Semitism until he got caught a kike on the football field. I would love to hear him say who caught him. I guarantee you wasn't no black dude because we don't even know what the fuck a kike is. Like, we don't have no fucking negative feelings toward Jews in general. Nigga, we got negative feelings toward white people. Jews just happen to be white people. So it ain't no, oh, fuck the Jews. No, nigga, we, we we don't know what the fuck the Jews even got going on, my nigga. All we know is them motherfuckers got money. That That's the stereotype as far as black people to Jews. The only thing you're going to hear a black person say about Jewish people, them motherfuckers got money. They all got money. They run banks. They run the world. They got all the real estate. They fucking own everything. That's not a negative fucking stereotype, my nigga. Like you, you would be pissed off if somebody stereotyped you and assumed you had some money. Like nigga, that that's the type of stereotype I would I would love for everybody to see me and assume I got some motherfucking money, or I own some shit, or I run some shit. But these motherfuckers, if you say they name, especially in any type of negative context, them motherfuckers coming and tripping. And when that happens to one of ours, as far as the black community, as far as in specific, this case right here with Nick Cannon, nigga, we need to stand with Nick Cannon. Everybody needs to ride for Nick Cannon. Everybody needs to go, you know, stream his music, watch his movies. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I don't even like Gigolo, but I was listening to that motherfucker just giving it some streams. Nigga, turn, turn your phone down, mute the motherfucker and just stream it. Nigga, go go watch Drumline or some shit. Go watch fucking Wildin' Out or some shit. Or I don't know. 
because, you know, I, I, I heard he's in like a little dispute as far as get getting ownership of the show because he created the motherfucker. But I think the network owns it, which is fucked up. You know, like this, this is one of them things when it comes to, you know, business practices in general as well as in the entertainment industry. Like niggas need to really, you know. Shout out to the guy Nipsey Hussle. Like, niggas need to retain ownership of their own intellectual property. When we create some shit, nigga, we need ownership of that shit. Like, you know, a, a big thing with the Too Much Game podcast. Like, I own this show. You know, it's um, it's a joint venture with Townhouse Media. You know, my, my homeboy, the fucking super producer. Shout out to him. The super producer being ready. Like, you know, me, me and him did this shit i distribute through townhouse media but i own too much game i could take it wherever i want to because i own it i wouldn't um like i wouldn't negotiate no fucking partial ownership of this fucking show to nobody especially not no major network who could literally fire me from this motherfucker if i say some crazy shit like a a lot of what makes too much game what it is is the fact that I'll say some crazy shit. And I never say crazy shit for the sake of saying some crazy shit. Like, I'm not like a shock jock. Like, I don't get on this motherfucker and be like, oh, I'm a wild woman today. I'm going to say some wild, crazy shit. But no, I'm just willing to say some honest shit. I'm willing to say some shit that a lot of motherfuckers either ain't willing to say, a lot of motherfuckers... You know, don't want to say out loud. A lot of motherfuckers are scared to say me. I just don't give a fuck. You know, like that's the reason I'm I'm so big on ownership of your intellectual property. Like the, the fact that you could get fired from a show that you created. The fact that you could be fired from a show that without you is bullshit. Like I, I, I honestly hope that if he is fired from that show. I hope all the talent on that motherfucker leaves. I hope they all quit. You know, and I understand when it comes to the bag that motherfuckers get from a show that they own. Like, you know, what what you do, you know, this is how I feed my family. You know, I wilding out is how I feed my kids and, and all that good shit. Like, I, I completely understand. But if you can afford to get the fuck up out of there, man, get the fuck up out of there. Don't let the motherfuckers do Nick like that because, you know, a lot of you motherfuckers wouldn't be on there without Nick. Without Nick, a lot of you motherfuckers wouldn't be on shit. You know, Nick put a lot of motherfuckers on when it comes to wilding out. Nick put a lot of motherfuckers on just in general. Like Nick be giving motherfuckers like some good looks. Like I, I fuck with Nick Cannon heavy. Like I, I don't have nothing negative to say about Nick because, you know, like. A lot of motherfuckers was shitting on Nick for apologizing. But at the same time, like, I I just look at what, as far as him apologizing, I look at it like a chess move. Like, I don't look at that shit in no, like, no negative way or, you know, Nick soft, Nick a bitch, they punk Nick. Like, nigga, a, a lot of the shit Nick didn't already said out loud, show me that he got balls. Show me that he willing to put it all on the line for something that he believe in. Like, I fuck with the nigga. And the whole apology shit, he playing the game just like a lot of them motherfuckers play the game. Y'all already know, nigga, when these motherfuckers get caught saying some slick shit about black people and then they give you this little fake ass fucking apology just to get their job back, 
Nick playing their game. You know, like he's saying, oh, you know, I didn't want to offend nobody. I didn't believe in hate. Honestly, I think Nick playing the game. I think Nick doing the exact same shit that they do. They get a slap on the wrist and they got to go come apologize and say, I'm sorry. And I love y'all and all this shit. I think Nick just playing the game like he he doing what he got to do to keep that bag. Because a lot of motherfuckers talking all this. Oh, you shouldn't compromise and all that type of shit. You'd be, be the same niggas be at work talking extra nice to all the white people. And all nigga, y'all, y'all niggas tap dance way more than Nick do. A, a lot of niggas do. And again, this ain't no finger wave, you know. You're shutting up. No, this ain't even that shit. Nigga, this just real 100% shit. My nigga's millions of dollars on the line for Nick, my nigga. So Nick got to do what Nick got to do to keep them millions in his pocket, nigga. You know, Nick been really looking out as far as the black community. So, like, I, I got nothing but love for Nick. Like, I support him. Nigga, I even support the apology, my nigga. You, you got to do what you got to do. I completely understand, my nigga. A lot of us work for motherfucking white people. And a lot of us do a lot of shit that we probably wouldn't do if it wasn't for this money that we had to make. We got to support our motherfucking family. So we got to we got to deal with motherfuckers we don't want to deal with. We got to be nice to motherfuckers we don't want to be nice to and some more shit. So, nigga, like I, I'm, I'm not mad at that nigga for nothing that he's doing, dog. Like, you know, he told the motherfucking truth. He got punished for telling the truth. That's some bullshit. You know, he apologized and, you know, I don't want to offend people and I don't want to hurt nobody and all that type of shit. But, you know, again, it's chestnut checkers, my nigga. I look at what this nigga did as a motherfucking chess move and I fuck with it, nigga. Like, I support Nick. Say what you want. Feel how you want to feel. You might not agree, but me, I support that nigga. Because everything he did, I feel like it's something that he had to do. A lot of us put in the same position will probably do the same thing. And that's the thing. You know, when when it comes to this shit, it's easy to sit there on your fucking couch with your, you know, forty or fifty thousand dollar a year job talking about I wouldn't have fucking apologize. But at the same time, my nigga, like, you know, motherfucker hang 10, 15, 20 million over your head. Your ass probably apologize, especially if you can double back and help thousands of people with that money. You know, like he's still making the Dr. CB documentary and countless other things that we don't see what the fuck he doing behind the scenes. Like, nigga, I I, I support everything this nigga's doing, my nigga, including the apology, including talking to the rabbi, including going to the fucking... Holocaust Museum and all the other nigga I, I support whatever the fuck that nigga doing my nigga I stand with Nick Cannon 1000 motherfucking percent like nigga you know niggas be quick to judge everything a motherfucker do that they swear they wouldn't do but they ain't never been in the position to do that shit my nigga so you don't know what the fuck you would do if you was in Nick's shoes but Nick a smart man my nigga like he ain't no dumbass nigga, so whatever he's doing, whatever he got going on, I trust that he'll do the right thing. I trust that he is doing the right thing. So I'm 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 with you, Nick, nigga. Whatever you doing, I'm with it. Nigga, I'm I'm behind you 100 percent my nigga. Because I don't I don't look at it as no coonery because he ain't never displayed no coonery, my nigga. Like, look at 
Terry Crews bitch ass. Like look look them them niggas is coons. Like the the type of niggas that ain't never been for us. Them the niggas that you shit on. Like you don't shit on a motherfucking rider who took a L, you know, and and is doing what he got to do to get back where he started from, my nigga. Like he he trying to get back to where he at. You know, he 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 took a little fall. You know, he apologized, you know, he he got to dust himself off. And then, nigga, he he gonna keep on riding, my nigga. Like, you know, get that nigga some time. You know, see what he doing. Just like how everybody wants to give Jay-Z some time. Oh, we gotta see what Jay-Z's doing. Y'all don't know what Jay's doing. You know, when he did that whole little deal with the NFL and shit. You know, like, the, the, the niggas who was riding with Kaepernick was mad at Jay-Z for doing the deal with the NFL because it was some slimy shit. But everybody wanted to give that nigga a chance, but niggas want to throw Nick under the bus because Nick corny? Fuck out of here, my nigga. I'm giving Nick a chance, nigga. Whatever the fuck Nick doing, I'm going to give him time. He got all the time in the world with me, my nigga. Because he, nigga, if y'all watch Cannon's class, I don't know if it is just a documentary or, you know, because I always watch it on YouTube. I don't even, I don't see it on, um, like, the streaming platforms. I just watch the shit on YouTube. But if y'all watch Cannon's class, nigga, that shit is dope, my nigga. Like, you know, salute to him because a lot of those interviews he do, he didn't have Tariq Nasheed on there. Professor Griff, which is, I think, the one that got his ass in trouble. You know, and, and a lot of motherfuckers, like, uh, he had Rizza Islam on there. Like, nigga, just the fact that you would put those dudes on your platform, to me, nigga, you a, you a rider in my book, my nigga. So, I fuck with Nick Cannon. Whatever he doing, I'm with it, my nigga. And if you against Nick, fuck you. Period. Period. Like I'm, I'm all the way with him, my nigga. But uh, you know, off of that, especially you know, I, I, I really gotta ride with Nick because I'm banned too and shit. Nigga, we, we both got canceled, my nigga. Young Dolomite, aka Nick, canceled and shit. But um, shout out to uh Tamar Braxton or Tamar or however she pronounced that shit. They said she, she attempted suicide. Man, you know, that's I seen that she had said some shit about slavery. And again, like I like I earl, I mentioned earlier about ownership of your intellectual property. You know, she she's a celebrity. She she does things in the entertainment industry. And what I think probably hit her was the fact that even though she does have a lot of money, because, you know, like I, I talked about in this show a lot. Nigga, having a lot of money ain't a, just a reason to live, my nigga. Like, just cause you got a lot of fucking money don't mean you happy. Especially when you looking at the all this money that you got and you don't own shit. She made all this motherfucking money. She's famous. She everybody likes her, you know. Everybody saying her little sayings and shit. But she don't own none of that shit. You know, she mentioned slavery. I remember Prince mentioning slavery. You know, a, a a lot of black entertainers, a lot of entertainers in general, when they don't own their intellectual property, they all feel like slaves. Even though you make a lot of money, even though they give you more money than the average motherfucker, look at the amount of money they make off of your intellectual property, off of your talent, off of the shit that you create. And then look at the amount that you get off that shit, athletes included. Like, nigga, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes got 
what, like half a billion or some crazy shit like that. But think about the motherfucker who signed that check. For him to have the money to give you $500 million, how much money you think he got? Like, that that's the shit that, that makes it sound like slavery. You make a lot more money than the average motherfucker. But when you look in the grand scheme of things, when you look at the big picture, motherfuckers making way more off you than you making off you. And then when you quit, they still going to be getting paid off you. Some shit that you created is going to put the children of another motherfucker through college. The money that you generated is going to feed another motherfucker's grandkids, great grandkids. And generations and generations after that, you creating generational wealth for another motherfucker. You know, and again, this is something that I always talk about in this show. You know, ownership, you know, generational wealth, my nigga, like looking out for what you create, like ownership of your own creations, my nigga. Like when it comes to some shit that you create, nigga, you need to be working on having some type of ownership of that shit, my nigga. Because you don't want another motherfucker feeding their kids off something you create. And I look at Tamar Braxton and, you know, probably the the thing that went through her mind when she committed suicide. Like all this shit that I've done, all this shit that I'm trying to do. And another motherfucker has complete control over it. Like, nigga, that shit is fucked up. I think that's like one of the, the, the reasons I'm glad that I don't rap. Because a lot of rappers, nigga, it's like, damn, you 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 make this music and it makes so much money. But you realizing that another motherfucker is making more off of your creation than you. A motherfucker who didn't write one bar, a motherfucker who didn't say shit in the booth, a motherfucker who didn't dance in no videos. You didn't do shit, but you own my shit. Hold on. had to take a sip but yeah man like the shit is just fucked up just the thought of that shit like you know prayers to tamar you know positive energy you know i I hope she pulls through i hope that everything works well for you know you 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 better above ground than below ground this episode is made possible by pwc when you put the right tech in the hands of the right people good things happen it powers change It accelerates innovation. It keeps you a step ahead. Our community of solvers brings the right tech to drive real results. It all adds up to The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, just on your 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 next contract renegotiation or whatever the fuck you do from here on out. Just make sure you own some shit because like, you know, I I, I get it. I, I completely understand when you don't own your creation, that shit is fucked up. 
You know, a lot of motherfuckers look at what they create as their children. You know, like I, I used to tell motherfuckers years back, like, you know, I'm a God. Because I'm the God to what I create. You know, a God is our creator. You know, and I create things. I'm a God to what I create. I feel like everybody who creates something is a God in their own right. You are the creator. You are the God of your creation. You know, like I'm not God like I'm I'm the supreme being over all y'all motherfuckers, but I'm a creator to something, you know, so I consider myself a God. That's just what I say. Not on no crazy ass Kanye West shit, but on some young Dolomite shit. And I really wish I would have watched that bullshit Kanye said. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just heard little bits and pieces. Nigga was crying because I guess he said his daddy was going to board him with some goofy ass shit like that. Like, nigga, 99% of us could have ended up on a fucking napkin, my nigga. So I, I don't look at that as no fucking reason to be tripping. Like, Kanye is really breaking down mentally and i really feel like he's been breaking down mentally for about a fucking decade but nobody is fucking tripping because he's still creating dope shit niggas still creating music still coming out with fucking shoes and clothes with holes in them and shit like that like you know the i heard years ago i forgot who told me this shit or where i heard it or read it but the difference between crazy and eccentric is is wealth you know, when when you broke, they call you crazy. But when you rich, you eccentric. When you got millions of dollars, when you still have the ability to create millions of dollars, they just look at you as eccentric. Like you just tripping. You not crazy. You just tripping, you know, because they say, you know, all geniuses are crazy and shit like that. But like this nigga needs fucking help. Like this nigga really need to go kick it somewhere. He really need to speak to a fucking therapist. And not come outside until that shit get fucking settled. Because that nigga is tripping. That nigga be tripping fucking hard. Like that that shit is. that it, It's not cool to see. Like that shit not cute to me. Like I, I don't. I don't like to see it homie. Like you know. At the end of the day he's still a black man. Like at the end of the day. He's a dude who at one point we had a lot of love for. That motherfucker. You know college dropout. Um, late registration, you know, graduation. That nigga had some albums that a lot of us was raised on. He had a lot of albums that got a lot of us through a lot of shit. And I shit on Kanye a lot. Probably not on this show, but in conversation, I talk very badly about Kanye West because that nigga be cooning real hard. But at the same time, like, I just hate to see it. I hate to see a figure who, at one point, a lot of us looked at as a rider going out like this like you know the whole george bush doesn't care about black people thing like to a lot of us that was some big shit it took a lot of balls to say that shit out loud you know like i i, I fuck with that but at the same time my nigga like the, the the way that he's been moving after that has been some bullshit like you know all this sucking trump's dick saying fucking um slavery was a choice you know, the thing, the thing he recently said in this whole little bullshit uh, that he was on stage saying, nigga said that um, Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. She just helped them work for other white people. And the thing about that, my nigga, like, 
as I like really sat and thought about that shit, I I get it. It ain't true. It ain't something that you should say out loud. But the thing is, my nigga, you took niggas from getting their ass whooped and working for free to having the ability to start their own business, to having the ability to literally do what the fuck they wanted. I just look at Kanye and that stupid ass shit he said as nigga like you literally are just saying inflammatory shit to get attention because a lot of those niggas that got free from slavery started their own business. They wasn't working for white people. So what the fuck are you talking about? Stupid ass nigga. Like somebody really need to just pull that nigga to the side and say, look, my nigga, like no more microphones, no more cameras. You, you need help, my nigga. Like you really need to chill the fuck out because there's just some shit that you don't fucking say whether or not you believe it, whether or not you see it to be true. It's just some shit you, you just don't fucking say my nigga. And that is one of them, my nigga. Like you don't never come at Harriet Tubman, my nigga. Because ain't no telling where we would be right now without Harriet Tubman, my nigga. Like, I, I, I'm like, it, it's just fucking crazy that that nigga is saying this shit, and ain't nobody stopping this motherfucker. Like niggas is still putting cameras and microphones in front of this nigga. It's literally like you know watching a motherfucker die in front of your eyes. Like it, it's like watching a motherfucker, you know. Like um, I remember there was a picture. That this photographer took. I think it was for National Geographic. And um, it was like. A little black kid in like Somalia or some shit. And it looked like it, it was. um, I think it was like a vulture. That was sitting next to him. Basically the. What the image was conveying. Was like this kid was on his last leg. Like this vulture was literally just waiting for this kid to die. And, you know, that that photographer ended up killing himself. It was a documentary about that shit. I don't have the documentary. I don't remember the, the photographer's name. But he ended up killing himself behind that shit. Because he he took this picture. You know, it, it went viral in the days of, you know, before the internet. But it, it became a very famous image. It was in fucking history books and some more shit. But he ended up killing himself because a lot of motherfuckers basically canceled him. He got blackballed because instead of helping that kid, he took a picture. But that's how I look at society. Instead of getting Kanye West some fucking help, everybody's buying Yeezys and everybody's sharing videos and images and cracking jokes and shit. Like that motherfucker really needs help. You know, like he's getting into it with Kim. And I look at Kim as a big motherfucker that's at fault in a lot of this shit. Because that's your motherfucking husband. Get your husband. Like, I I would hate to be out here wilding the fuck out in public. And my wife don't stop me. You know? And if you can't help him, leave him. Like, you know, I'm not saying leave a nigga while he down. But at the same time, if there's nothing you could do, there's nothing you could do. But when you standing next to a motherfucker that's drowning and you not helping him, that make you look bad. So you better do everything the fuck you can to stop this nigga from spiraling the fuck out of control or go make room for a motherfucker who can help him stop. You know, because like I said, I'm not telling you to lead a motherfucker 
because he's on on his last leg. But if you can't help him, leave that motherfucker so a motherfucker who can help him can step in. Because like it, it's it's just not a cool thing to see. Like I go back and forth when it comes to Kanye West. Because on one end I be looking like this nigga probably know what the fuck he's saying. He's just saying that shit because he know he's getting a lot of attention. And then the other side of my brain is saying, like, it's really something wrong with this motherfucker. Like, it, he he's really falling the fuck off mentally. And somebody needs to help this dude. Like, you know, you, you kind of want to feel sorry for the nigga at some points. And then in other points, you like, nah, nigga, you just full of shit. And it's like, you know, he he's so talented. That you just don't know sometimes. Like you don't know if this nigga fucking tripping or trolling. And you know I I just look at it and I'm like. You know. Prayers and positive energy to the motherfucker man. Like I think that's part of the reason I don't really shit on him a lot. On this show or. You know my other show the Cat vs. Dog podcast. Because like I'm. I'm torn when it comes to this motherfucker. Because at one point I was a big Kanye West fan. And now looking at him is like, I don't know, like I, I it, it's like, it's like a fucking family member that's on crack or some shit. Like, I love this motherfucker, but he's a fucking zombie. So, like, I, I don't know what to do when it comes to this motherfucker. You know, so, you know, prayers and positive energy to Kanye West, man. And um, shot girl summer, dog. Like, I I know I don't really usually do topical shows and shit, but I've, I've been having a, a lot going on as of recent. Like, you know, I, 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 I just lost an uncle. I got another uncle that he, he ain't got much time left. You know, he ain't got much of his mental capacity left. You know, so like I, I, I've i been dealing with a lot of shit lately. I've been doing a lot of shit lately. I've been very busy. I wrote a show, but at the same time, like, you know, I I think I want to be in a, a better mental space when I deliver that information. So I'm kind of just going off of shit that I've been seeing recently. Like, that's the reason a lot of this shit is topical. It's not as much game that I, I usually give is kind of just my opinions on what the fuck is going on because like it's it, it's a, a a mental space that I like to be in when I convey certain information so uh, you know like I'm I'm just kind of going off the head on this one like I'm just kind of like on some okay I, I saw this on the timeline before I got banned type shit because a nigga really banned and that shit is crazy as fuck and again, like, nigga, that, that's another thing that kind of, like, like shocked me mentally as far as, you know, I, I, I wrote my show. And then it was like, um, as I was writing the show, you know, just um, full disclosure on how my day goes and shit. Like, you know, as I'm writing my show. It's always other things that I'm doing. Like I was writing my show. I was filling up my kids swimming pool. Um, I had washed my motorcycle. And I'm just, you know, fucking around. I'm on Instagram and shit. And I'm just, you know, posting memes and all that. You know, I go to post the, the particular meme that I was talking about that got me banned. 
And, you know, I, I go to post the motherfucker, and it was literally like it didn't even upload. That motherfucker just said, um, like, your account has been disabled for activity that goes against the terms and services of uh, the Facebook family of apps or some sh- some crazy shit like that. So it has said your Facebook account has been deactivated. So I'm like, all right, for sure. Well, let me just get on Instagram. Fuck Facebook, nigga. So I go Instagram. I can't even log into that motherfucker. I'm like, oh, ain't this a bitch. So go to Facebook for sure. Like I get the little thing that's like it that lets you know that your Facebook is gone. It's kind of like a, I guess it's like when niggas go to Facebook jail or whatever, but like that shit was like nothing was happening. Nigga, I went to try to appeal the shit and it did the thing that happens when you go to somebody Facebook page that blocked you or you blocked them. That happened. So I'm like, oh, nigga, Facebook got me blocked. I can't even appeal this motherfucker so i just deleted the app off my phone you know that shit was nothing but then i went to my instagram same shit like damn i can't even use this motherfucker i'm glad they let me keep the too much game in uh cat versus dog instagram pages because i'm like damn i really would be all the way out the loop because like i said i tried to create like a little side instagram like just some shit because I do like to stay up on what the fuck is going on. And a lot of what happens as far as society, you know, popular culture and things of that nature. A lot of that shit you find on Instagram. And nigga, I couldn't even create a fake page, my nigga. Like, them motherfuckers block my IP address, my nigga. Like, I'm really banned, banned. I'm gonna need a whole new fucking phone if I want to get on that shit. And ain't no fucking telling because I can't use my email addresses. That shit is fucking crazy. But, um, you know, like one of the last things that I saw on my timeline before I got fucking banned, fucking supposedly Tory Lane shot Meg the Stallion. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, you know, we, we talked about this shit at length on the Cat vs. Dog podcast. You know, me and Chelsea Perry, my, my co-host, CJ. You know, it's it, it's so much that could have possibly happened, but it it like it is fucking mind boggling. Like, why the fuck would Tory Lane shoot Meg the Stallion? Like, it the the first thing that came to mind was Chris Brown beating up fucking Rihanna. Like, what what the fuck could she have said or done to make you shoot her? This is why I don't really believe that Tory Lane shot her. Because, you know, like like I had said in, in, in the on Cat versus Dog, like I think that honestly what probably happened was somebody shot her and that nigga ran because they said that she unfollowed him. And she had mentioned a black woman not being protected. You know, I feel like she felt like Tory would would have, should have, could have, would have, whatever protected her and he did not. Like, that's that bullshit. You know, because like I, I I tell black women a lot because I think that CJ asked me this shit. You know, do I feel like the black woman is unprotected? And like the answer that I gave was an answer that I was reluctant to give because I do feel like in general, the black woman is not as protected as she should be. I don't feel like we protect black women the way that we should. Like watching that video uh, maybe a couple of months ago with that dude who hit homegirl with the skateboard in the face. They should have fucked him up. You know, like 
And a lot of times, like I've said on this show, like, I don't give a fuck how you feel about a particular woman, my nigga. Like, if a black woman is being wronged, especially harmed. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Overstock's red tag sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Physically, in your presence, and you allow that to happen... You're a bitch. Period. If if you let a you watch a nigga beat a black woman up in front of you, you a bitch. Unless she literally was like trying to whoop his ass and he was just protecting himself. You watch a nigga hit a a, a black woman just on some Oh man, that's their argument, man. That that's what they doing. You a bitch, my nigga. Like period. Like, I'm not finna let no nigga beat no fucking black woman up in front of me, my nigga. I'm not even gonna let a nigga push a black woman in front of me. Because I wasn't fucking raised like that. Like, you a bitch if you allow that shit to go down, my nigga. That's some sucker shit. And as the black community, my nigga, like, we need to knock that shit the fuck off, my nigga. We really need to protect our black woman because when the shoe is on the other foot, black women always are protective over us. They might talk all that shit on Twitter about niggas ain't shit and my baby daddy ain't this and this nigga ain't this and all that type of shit. But nigga, black women be riding for us, my nigga. Like, you know, black women in general are riders. You know, in in everything that you say, you're going to have your outliers. We got some black women that's on some bullshit. We got Candace Owens out this motherfucker. But for the most part, it's it's way more black women that's down for us than clown ass bitches so i'm i I don't even acknowledge no sucker clown ass bitches like i don't acknowledge no punk ass niggas i don't i don't acknowledge suck ass shit you know like nip said like nigga we put that shit on goofy time my nigga like nigga i'm i don't include niggas like terry cruz when i say black men I don't include I don't include bitches like Candace Owens when I say black women like I'm very specific when I'm talking to a certain group of people. I don't include the outliers when I'm talking to certain people like if I say black men, brothers and shit like that. I'm not talking about bitch ass niggas. I'm talking about brothers. It's a fucking difference. If I say black men, I'm talking about black men. I'm not talking about bitch ass niggas. If I say black women, I'm talking about black women. If I say punk ass bitches, I'm talking about punk ass bitches. It's a big ass difference when I'm talking about motherfuckers and I always specify that. So if you're listening to this show and I say something about bitches, I say something about hoes, I say something about lame ass bitches, punk ass hoes and shit like that. I'm talking to them, you know, and it's, you know, like the saying go only a hit dog holler. So if I say something about some funky ass bitches and you get offended. 
that shoe fit. It, it ain't got nothing to do with me talking bad about black women in general because I got a black mom, a black wife, and a black daughter. I love black women. Like, I, I'll protect black women. Nigga, I go very hard when it comes to black women. So I don't never talk bad about black women in general. I'm not even with the whole, oh, black women need to do this. Or black Nigga, black women need to do what the fuck they been doing because black women are the reason we here. Black women are the reason we strong. I was raised by a strong black woman. I wouldn't be none of this shit without a black woman. So, nigga, I don't got nothing bad to say about black women in general ever. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit motherfuckers got to say about their baby mama or a nigga, a bitch who they got into it with back in the day because we've all had a negative fucking interaction with a black woman. We've had a negative fucking interaction with everybody, but I'm not shitting on black women as a whole because of the negative interactions that I had with three of them you know because a lot of the times a, a lot of your negative interactions are with a, a a very minimal number of black women nigga you you had beef with your baby mama your ex-girlfriend and and one other bitch and you want to shit on black women as a whole because you got bad luck with black women because black women don't like you because a lot of times that be what it is it's always a corny ass nigga got got negative views of black women. It's always some buster soft punk ass B personality ass nigga who got negative views of black women. All oh, black women, oh they don't they don't want a a, a nigga who got a job. Black women all want to fuck with thugs. All black women want is is bums. All black women want to fuck with is losers. No nigga, black women want to fuck with strong men, and you a bitch. That's the fucking problem. Black women don't all want no fucking gang member. Black women don't always want a fucking loser. Black women want a man that they going to feel protected around. And your bitch ass ain't that. Nigga, you're a bitch. It ain't got nothing to do with you not being a thug or you not being gangster. You ain't. No, nigga. That ain't got shit to do with it, my nigga. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm, I don't fucking shoot people every day, my nigga. But I ain't never had bad luck with black women. Because black women fuck with me because when they around me, they feel protected. And I'm not even no big, strong ass nigga. I'm fucking like, I'm like 5'11", 150, my nigga. I'm a small dude. But black women know when they around me, I ain't no bitch ass nigga, big or small. I'm going to handle my motherfucking business. So that's what black women like about me. That's what black women should like about any black man. So if you as a black man feel anything negative about black women, nigga, that's you, nigga. That ain't them. Don't blame black women because you a bitch. Nigga, blame your fucking parents. Like, nigga, that, that's you. Black women included. I tell the, the, the black women who have negative views of black men, don't fucking blame black men for your view. Blame you. Because most of the black women that I know who are successful when it comes to dating don't got nothing negative to say about black men as a whole. They got negative shit to say about black men they had negative interactions with. Oh, yeah, that nigga Jermaine, that nigga ain't shit. Oh, that nigga, that nigga Rob, Rob ain't shit. But my husband, he's that nigga. You know, like, at the end of the day, no matter how much bad shit you got to say about black women, my nigga, I don't give a fuck who you fuck. You can fuck an Asian woman, a white woman, a motherfucking, I don't know, my nigga, Mexican, goddamn Puerto Rican, a fucking Samoan. Your daughter gonna be black. So all these negative views you have on black women, you're going to create one if you have a daughter, my nigga. 
like a something Patterson, that sorry ass basketball player that called black women bulldogs. Like it's always some fucking foo-foo sucker, punk ass, bum, bitch ass nigga that got something negative to say about black women. And again, like these ain't the motherfuckers who we should even talk about when we discussing shit amongst each other. Like we should never say black men hate black women or black women hate black men because that's not the fucking case. Bitch ass niggas hate black women. Punk ass bitches hate black men. It's it's different fucking things, my nigga. No real nigga hate black women. No real stand up black woman hates black men. Only motherfuckers who got something negative to say about the whole fucking community is motherfuckers who've been having bad luck with the whole community. And the whole community don't like bitch ass niggas or punk ass bitches. And that's why you got negative views on the whole opposite sex in your fucking race. Like fucking Candace Owens. Nobody likes me, so I don't like them either. That's what that is. That ain't got shit to do with no motherfucking, oh, I just believe that black people are worse. Bitch, you're black. So basically what you're saying is you ain't shit. If you shit on all black people and you black, you saying you ain't shit. That's the reason it's called self-hate. Because you looking at motherfuckers that look like you and saying that they are less than motherfuckers that look different. You want to attach yourself to another race because you feel like the other race is better. Like, get the fuck out of here with your stupid ass. Like, we shouldn't get that bitch no fucking attention. Don't never fucking share a video of that bitch to me don't never send me a fucking tweet from no fucking punk ass terry cruz because i don't know even i don't even acknowledge no stupid ass bullshit like that like when niggas try to man did you hear what what fucking candace someone said no nigga because i don't give a fuck like i don't even give bullshit attention my nigga like you know i tell motherfuckers a lot like you obviously don't listen to my show if you acknowledge stupid ass shit you don't listen to my show because I always preach on here, my nigga, you only as fly as what you choose to address. Nigga, you you only as big as the shit that you give your fucking attention to. So if you trip off all petty little shit that comes to you, my nigga, that, that reflects negatively on your ass. Because, nigga, you shouldn't even be acknowledging stupid shit. Like, nigga, petty's not a compliment to me, my nigga. I'm never petty. Because I don't, I don't give petty shit my attention, my nigga. I don't put the small fires out because I'm bigger than that. Nigga, like, certain shit is just below me, my nigga. Like, what Terry Crews says is below me, my nigga. What Candace someone says is below me, my nigga. Like, I'm up here. Why the fuck am I listening to motherfuckers down here, my nigga? Like, nigga, when, when a dog barks at the moon, it ain't shit. But when the moon barks back, that shit makes the news, my nigga. I'm not finna give these niggas my motherfucking attention. I'm not finna let these niggas make the nose off me, nigga. Suck my dick, nigga. Like, that shit is, is... That shit out. Like, a lot of that shit, we need to just let that shit keep the fuck going, man. Fuck that bitch. You know, and just like that. Just like with the whole shit when we was all going hard on, um... Gail King. Like, you know, Snoop called her a funky doghead bitch and they made him apologize and bow down and all that type of shit. Like, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum, like when I talk about fucking um, Nick Cannon being a fucking rider, nigga, the reason I'm riding with Nick Cannon and I'm riding with his apology and I didn't ride with Snoop's apology is because Nick Cannon being a motherfucking rider, Nick Cannon didn't prove he was a motherfucking rider, nigga, uh, what's his name? 
Snoop, he has not. Nigga, all Snoop always has shitted on black women. Snoop always has some negative shit to say about black women and all that shit. That's the reason I don't really ride with Snoop like that. Like, you know, shout out to him and, you know, he, he got a bunch of funny shit on his Instagram and everybody fucks with him and all that shit is cool. But me personally, I don't fuck with it, my nigga. Like, I'm I'm not a Snoop fan. I'm not a Snoop guy. You know, y'all fuck with him. That's cool. You know, no shade and none of that shit. But I'm not no fucking fan of Snoop Dogg because Snoop don't ride for the black community, nigga. Snoop Dogg go off his motherfucking emotions and how he feel at the time one day he malcolm x one day he martin luther king you know one day he at the motherfucking million man march the next day he had a motherfucking concert with Katy perry like nigga snoop dogg go where the money go so i don't look at snoop as no rider but nick cannon i i, I fuck with nick cannon nigga nick cannon do a gang of shit he don't have to do so I fuck with him. And, you know, we're going to see what's up as far as, you know, what happens after this apology. But, you know, y'all niggas know a lot of times I don't fuck with apologies. But in this case, I do. So, again, my nigga, I'm standing with Nick. Nigga, stand with me, my nigga. You know, shout, shout out to all of us who have been banned in the name of speaking on what the fuck we believe in. Me, not as much. You know, it, it kind of disappointed me. That that was the reason that I got banned because a lot of people when I got banned, they was thinking it was like a political statement that I made. Like they was thinking I posted some like anti-police, anti-white supremacy, like some shit like that. Like they thought them them niggas thought I posted some like Snowden shit. Nope. Got posted for I got banned for a stupid ass picture. Sorry to disappoint, but. You know, at the end of the day, it is what it is, my nigga. We got to keep on going, nigga. The marathon continues, my nigga. Like, you know, I'm not going to let it stop me. You know, I hope other niggas don't let it stop me, my nigga. Like, I, I hope that motherfuckers, you know, keep sharing my shows. You know, motherfuckers keep shouting me out. Motherfuckers keep telling people about the content. And, you know, like, just, just keeping this shit going, my nigga. Because as much as I'm banned on fucking Instagram and Facebook, my nigga, like, if you fuck with me, I'm still here, my nigga. I still got the Too Much Game Podcast Instagram page. Follow me at Too Much Game Podcast. You know, uh, subscribe on YouTube, like, comment, you know, share. Share that motherfucker on Instagram. Share that motherfucker on fucking Facebook, nigga. You know, even though I can't post, you know, it, you know, keep, keep a nigga going, man. But uh, anyway, you know. I done did my hour, man. I'm going to be at y'all next week. Hopefully, I'm in a better mental space to get y'all more game than I gave y'all today. But uh, if you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media. Town E House Media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts. CSE 9 of the podcast, Sunday nights, 9 p.m., uh, Talk Flirty Tuesday, uh, the Talk Flirty podcast with just Nikki. You know, anytime on Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Today is too much game Tuesday. TMG Tuesday, you know, but I'm not usually going to be taking a day like that. Uh, look out for the, the Sports for You podcast with Mark John Watson and Nick Freeze. I um, think they'll be on around 6 p.m. Me and Ben Ready gonna have to really talk about. It. I'm gonna start writing the script when I start doing this little end shit, but I like to keep it organic. 
um, the No Rules podcast Wednesday evenings 5 p.m. Hump days will never be the same. Marking ill will, and um, you know, of course, Cat versus Dog podcast Sundays live at three Pacific, live at five Houston time with myself, Young Dolomite, and my co-host Chelsea Perry, CJ, the motherfucking celebrity townhouse media. And if you hear, you already know the Too Much Game podcast. Usually live at 5, but I think I'm going to go ahead and scrap that shit and just say Mondays. For the most part, I'm going to be recording on Monday. I recorded today, Tuesday, because my daughter had a dance recital. So, you know, I wasn't able to get cracking like I wanted to. But, you know, your boy is here, man. I'm, I'm always going to try to do my best to be here for y'all to, you know, get y'all motherfuckers this game and all that good shit. But, um, yeah, you know, same old, man. You know, follow me on Instagram at Too Much Game Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Young Dolomite. Um, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Give me your rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And um, I think that might be it, man. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too Much Game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.